The following episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television. Good morning, USA, and welcome to another episode of the Bernie or Bust Show. Have to warn you, I'm going to be picking a little bit on Lauren Martincheck, even though she's one of my fave lefty pundits. Um, she makes some wonderful points in this article, and I'll give her full credit for those. But then I will perhaps, perhaps gently accuse her of a little bit of, of sheepdogging and ask her publicly to show, perhaps more clearly than she has so far, that she is not a sheepdog. So let's go. For Michael Bloomberg, it isn't about beating Trump. And she's absolutely right about that. Jumping into the race as if it was exactly what the world needed, billionaire Michael Bloomberg finally made the decision to enter the 2020 Democratic primary. At his first official event on the campaign trail in Norfolk, Virginia, the businessman and former mayor of New York City said, we cannot afford four more years of President Trump's reckless and unethical actions. He is an existential threat to our country, to our values, and our national security. I believe my unique set of experiences in business, government, and philanthropy will enable me to both win and to lead. As a candidate, I'll rally a broad and diverse coalition to win. <laughs> and as president, I will have the skills to fix what is broken in our great nation. And there is a lot broken. Oh my goodness. Okay, so he's right that President Trump is a reckless and unethical orange anal wart, to paraphrase him. But that, that last paragraph, that's a doozy. And Lauren's right. Lauren says, as frustrating as it might be to realize just how brazen and out of touch the oligarch class is with the reality of the American political discourse, we can obviously learn a lot about how they're viewing this election through the actions of men like Michael Bloomberg. Given the context of the race that he has decided to jump into, it's clear that the ruling class in America is panicking. Joe Biden was supposed to be the one for the job, the anointed one to save us all. No change, but just enough tweaks to make him palatable to the masses. I talked yesterday about how he has been grandfathered in by black voters in southern states. He's palatable to them because of his connection, not only to Barack Obama, but also to Jesse Jackson and other, other politicians who have benefited from a coalition of relationships, to be fair, solid relationships with the black community. And so it's, it's not that black voters consider Joe Biden to be acceptable in terms of policy. They clearly, according to the polling, they clearly favor Bernie Sanders' policies, but they believe that Joe Biden, because of his connection, longstanding coalition there in the southern states in particular, that, that he will be more able to defeat Donald Trump than will Bernie Sanders. So this is, this is another problem that, that Lauren isn't talking about, but, but goes along with her argument. Unfortunately for the rich liberals who've been hoping for his victory, it doesn't appear to be working. Whether the establishment media in D.C. and New York would like to admit it or not, Bernie Sanders' campaign and base of support only grows stronger by the day. A spark was ignited that's grown to a flame, and in spite 
burn, it's a flame, I get it. And in spite of all of the obstacles that stand in his way, the Democratic Socialist Senator from Vermont has an excellent chance of winning the Democratic nomination. His slow, steady rise is real and sticky, as uh, Megan Day of, of Jacobin Magazine has pointed out. It's real, and I have a feeling once the voting begins, it might only get better. I share that feeling. While Bernie may be the, the one that they cannot even fathom, there's no denying that the rich and powerful don't have a sense of resentment towards Elizabeth Warren as well. This is the part where we're starting to, to, to diverge in our opinions, Lauren. She hasn't been shy in her disdain for Wall Street, and while her approach may not be as radical as Bernie's, I think her desire to take on corruption is genuine. As Biden slips, they only continue to strengthen. Now, rather than, than explain why um, Elizabeth is um, not for real, because Lauren herself has made some arguments to, to show that she's nowhere near Bernie, but I, I would take issue with the idea that she's not in the race for the same reason as Michael Bloomberg. So let's get to that. Let's have her explain why Michael Bloomberg is in the race, and then I'll make the argument that Elizabeth is in the race for the same reason. Mike Bloomberg's entrance in the race has nothing to do with defeating Donald Trump, but everything to do with defeating Sanders and Warren. I will say Sanders. Because I think Michael Bloomberg will be okay with Warren for the same reasons that the rest of the oligarchs can tolerate Warren. And, and I'm quoting, I'm paraphrasing John Cowan of Third Way here. She's acceptable to Wall Street. Let's be clear. Mr. Bloomberg is a smart man. Why then would he enter the race claiming he's the best suited to defeat Trump when nearly every head-to-head matchup poll has indicated that, in fact, Bernie Sanders does best against Donald Trump? Why would a billionaire ex-Republican think he's the answer for the Democratic Party in an era where the Democratic Socialist is the one with the most individual small-dollar contributions and best fundraising numbers? Clearly, Bloomberg's run isn't about the dangers of a second term for President Trump. This is about using the power of the media and multi-million dollar ad blasts at his disposal during his campaign to remind the American people to settle down, be quiet, and know our role. He's trying to bring us to heel. Joe Biden isn't succeeding in these efforts, so it's been decided that it's time for the billionaires to start, start sending out their own. Frankly, I find it more amusing than anything else. I found it amusing at first, but what I'm starting to realize is an, another angle that Lauren isn't mentioning here. But let me finish her thought. Bernie is the one candidate that they cannot tolerate or wrap their minds around, so it shouldn't be surprising that they haven't anticipated how this will actually only further strengthen his campaign. That being said, what should concern us more than anything else is a potential third-party run. Will the elites bow their heads and accept defeat should Bernie or Warren win, or will they actively work to foil the Democratic chances, handing us another four years of Donald Trump rather than paying their fair share? That last part of the paragraph is possible, that they will just... But one thing's for sure, they would much rather have Trump than Bernie. But I believe they would rather have Warren than Trump. And that, that's an argument that, that would be tough to make because there's not enough evidence. But the one thing I have to say that she's wrong about is that they don't understand what they're doing. I think their objective, rather than 
than just to merely hand it to Trump on a platter is to make sure that Bernie doesn't get a nomination in a brokered convention. I think their their whole point, Bloomberg's point, Elizabeth's point, Pete's point, is to make sure that Biden can be handed the, the nomination by party insiders, by party bosses. The party bosses gave Hubert Humphrey the nomination, and he didn't win a single uh, caucus or primary. He didn't even he didn't even run in those. So the party bosses have ruled the DNC for a long time, and all they need from Bloomberg, all they need from Pete, and all they need from Warren, and all they need from the other candidates, the slate of hopefuls that that Hollywood has helped to make sure run this time as opposed to bowing out last time in deference to the Queen Hillary. The reason they're in it is to make sure that the convention is brokered because in the second round of the convention, all of the delegates, not just the superdelegates, all of the delegates become unpledged. All of the delegates can vote for whomever they wish after, the, after it goes into a brokered convention. That's why Bloomberg is there. That's why Steyer is there. And that's why Elizabeth is there. To make the case, oh, here, before I say that, real clear politics betting average. Now, this is this is gambling. This is from Due Dissidents. This just came out in Bernie 2020, if you want to go check. Biden is only up by one point. 32.6 versus Sanders, 31.6. That is... Amazing. And then the next back is clear back at 14 points is Warren. But right behind Warren is Bloomberg. And then Buttigieg, Yang, Clinton, interesting, is ahead of Amy Klobuchar. And then I'm assuming this is Michelle Obama, ahead of Tulsi Gabbard, ahead of Steyer, ahead of Deval Patrick, Cory Booker, Andrew Cuomo, Julian Castro, and Amy Bennett. So there you've got it. It was Michael Bennett. I wish it was Tony Bennett, though. Maybe it's Tony Bennett. I don't even remember who the Bennett is. Maybe that's not right. But at 0.4%, we don't care. But but it's interesting that um, Lauren's point that Sanders has a clear shot at it is even more true now. She's right that the spark ignited and the flame is growing and we're feeling the burn. Now, regarding Elizabeth Warren, uh, Obama wants Elizabeth in the race. That should tell you that Elizabeth is in it for the same reason that Bloomberg is in it. I'll let Anna and, um, and Michael explain this. But after that, I have to say that I think Michael and Anna are both sheepdogs. And that's where I'm leading to after that. I'm going to accuse Lauren of being a sheepdog. And if she, and she then has all the... Um, power in the world to tell me I'm wrong, and I hope she will. But here, here is um, Anna Kasparian and Michael Brooks talking about Obama's involvement with Warren. You and I have been people that have criticized Elizabeth Warren, um, I'm going to say fairly from the beginning. I don't think we've exaggerated her flaws, and I think we've not been afraid to acknowledge where there are some positives. But we've also not been willing to gaslight and pretend that there is a progressivism or an equivalent, certainly with Sanders, that obviously isn't there. Recently, there's some indication that President Obama 
might be leaning towards her. And I'm just wondering what you make of all of that. So last week I aired uh, a previous show where I had speculated with Jenga on the panel. Um, it was just me and Jenga, actually. I said something along the lines of, hey, do you think that Elizabeth Warren is moving closer to the center on policies like Medicare for All because Obama's like working with her behind the scenes and maybe Obama is thinking of endorsing her and so she knew that she'd have to... You know, there's like always these these deals being made, that's especially right. when it comes to endorsements. And Jake was like, I don't know. I mean, that's speculation, that's speculation. And then literally the next day, there was a news story about how um, it appeared as though, uh, not appeared, definitely like 200 uh, former Obama administration officials had endorsed Elizabeth Warren. And so I played like the previous show on, you know, that day's program. <laughs> and I told you... Then, then they explain how the party machinery is working directly with Elizabeth. The party machinery told Elizabeth to stay out the first time, and she obeyed. And then they told her to run the next time and gave her money to do so, and she obeyed. So that's why I'm saying that Elizabeth is not um, a, a pale imitation of Bernie with the same goals and objectives. Elizabeth is in it to block Bernie in this article Obama has gone to bat for Warren. I can prove that I wrote this article. I wrote the damn article. <laughs> and to Liz, this is the argument I'm making about Liz, that she's that she's this figure in this picture here where she's stabbing Bernie in the back. She didn't endorse Bernie. That would have helped. I, I have three points here. Number one, she failed to endorse him for the 2016 election cycle. Bernie asked her to run against Hillary last time, and she not only opted out, she decided not to endorse Bernie. How's that for progressive values? Number two, she decided to run against Bernie this time, as opposed to endorsing him, and she was urged and paid by the Clinton machine to do so. And I linked to another article showing that. Her values are not actually progressive. Number three, her endorsement by Working Families Party was paid for via her daughter, and she has no actual workable plan to enact single-payer Medicare for all. And that's what Anna and Michael were about to go on to say, that she has a weak-sauce plan for Medicare for all. And she's not really expecting to do it because she's not even going to tackle it until the third year of her first term, which, which is an impossibility. So, so then that I have to accuse Michael and Anna of being sheepdogs because what they will not say ever is that if, if um, even though they're criticizing her, that if she were to win the nomination, that we should still hold our noses and vote for her. And that's sheepdogging. And I have accused Anna and Michael in another article, this one right here, of being sheepdogs. And I'm accusing you, Lauren, of the same thing. If Elizabeth wins the nomination, will you say that she's an acceptable alternative to Bernie, given that Donald Trump would be the, the, the outcome? And this is where we have to play hardball. The, the corrupt DNC has rigged the process against populist outsiders for a hundred years. So here comes Bernie, it, and Bloomberg comes in then, and all the other slate of 
of hopefuls, 22 or whatever it was, they're all in there for one reason, to make sure that the convention is contested and that they can then wade in and give the nomination to Elizabeth, maybe, or, but, or more probably to Biden, because he fits their donors' wishes better than Elizabeth, granted. But either way, it's, it's rigged again, and they're trying to cheat us out of, us workers, us, us, all of the, the people who are absolutely done with neoliberalism, and Lauren, to your credit, I think you're done with neoliberalism too. But we're not going to escape it if we, if we accede to their wishes and al allow Elizabeth to be the nom nominee. I'm not saying that we should sit out the general election. I'm not saying that we should vote for Donald Trump directly, as a lot of swing voters in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania did last time and will do again. What I'm saying is that we should vote for a third-party candidate, somebody who, who actually fits our value system, than for Elizabeth Warren, who clearly doesn't. And I've laid it out more clearly than you have why she is not acceptable. So that's where the sheepdogs distinguish themselves. A sheepdog will never say that we should vote third-party. But if you will publicly say, yes, it's better to vote for someone who matches our progressive values than for a faux-gressive like Elizabeth Warren, then I will retract gladly my accusation that you're a sheepdog. But until then, even those lefty pundits who speak out against Elizabeth Warren, if they are going to turn right around and tell us to vote for her if they cheat Bernie again, that's, that's not what we need in these difficult times. Our our climate crisis alone should should merit insisting, insisting that if they don't give it to Bernie, that we're not in the party. We're not going to vote. We're not going to be blindly shepherded to vote for any kind of neoliberal candidate if it isn't Bernie. So if you do have a rebuttal, I would be happy to read it in a Medium article that you write, or I'd be happy to read it in the comments under any of the Medium articles I've written that I'm linking to below or in the comments section of this YouTube video or in the comments section on my podcast Revolution or Bust anywhere you want or you can look me up on Facebook I don't I don't care just somehow reach out and let me know that you will not vote for any kind of neoliberal candidate including Elizabeth Warren in the general election if they cheat Bernie or again in summary we know why Bloomberg is in the race. Lauren is partly right that he's in the race to block Bernie, but specifically I say he's in the race to make sure that we have a brokered convention. And that's why I think Elizabeth is in the race, but she's also a safety valve. If Biden tanks, then they'll give it to, the party bosses will give it to Elizabeth after it goes into the second round, after it becomes a brokered convention. And finally, we need to stop accepting Vote Blue no matter who ideology from anyone who is a true progressive. Get on board the Bernie Buzz Train. Come get on board the Bernie Buzz Train. Once you hear that clickety clack, there ain't no time for turning back. Get on board the Bernie Buzz Train.
The preceding episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television.